This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 243. In today's episode, I want to talk about weather sealing and what it means to your photography. What exactly is weather sealing? Well, you might remember it was one of the items talked about during my recent two-part episode on lens mounts and designations in episodes 237 and 239. And many of the lenses in that episode did offer weather sealing. Weather sealing is protection of the internal parts of a camera from external influences such as moisture, dust, and humidity. The degrees of weather sealing varies between manufacturers and also within models made by the same manufacturer. And it's not limited to bodies. Camera lenses and even flashes can be weather sealed. The protection is provided by rubber sealing with silicon rings and gaskets, as well as design considerations such as interlocking panels and pull-resistant exterior pieces. Most obviously, buttons such as the shutter release will be designed with either a rubber housing beneath them or a gasket to prevent the entry of the elements. Sealing is not provided by a single piece of hardware. I have often seen values such as 60 to 70 silicon rings being used in a typical DSLR body for weather sealing and 30 to 40 being used in a battery grip, just as an example. Weather sealing in all but the most high-end professional serious cameras is a relatively new occurrence in the consumer market. One can now commonly find weather sealing even in camera bodies costing under $1,000 if you look for the right models. Now, commonly, weather sealing considerations are limited to moisture from weather such as rain, snow, and humidity, as well as dust and sand. I would argue that weather sealing does not end at that, but also includes anything that protects the camera from usage and keeps it working as designed. With this in mind, I would also consider features such as a magnesium alloy chassis design shock protection, shielding against electromagnetic interference, stronger shutter mechanisms, sensor dust resistance, carbon fiber lips on the lens ends, and even special fluorine coatings on the low-pass filters as all being components of the weather sealing. Now, as far as camera bodies are concerned, weather sealing is added during the manufacturing process, either as additional components in the design or as part of the design of the camera itself. The best way to understand exactly what you get with weather sealing is to look at a diagram example from a camera showing a cross-section of the body with the added weather sealing components. Now, if you look in the show notes, you'll see the cross-section of the Canon 7D. And these images show what is considered weather sealing. Weather sealing can be described as John Carlson from Pentax described in the phoblographer.com as, quote, 
The seals that involve moving parts are constructed from more elastic material than used for fixed parts. By using a different material, we can ensure it operates smoothly while maintaining its seal from dust and moisture. Well, what about lenses? He hinted at another good point, which is now, or is how lenses play into the weather sealing equation. A camera body can be weather sealed, but if you add in a lens that is not, that in essence will compromise the integrity of the body weather sealing. Water could enter through the mount in these cases, and the gaskets and rings in the body design will not prevent this. With this in mind, uh, to complete the weather sealing package, you will want to look for a lens that is weather sealed as well. Some lenses, not all, require the addition of a front filter element to complete the weather sealing. Keep this in mind when purchasing weather sealed lenses and read the specifications to ensure that you are equipping yourself properly. Now in the show notes, you'll also see a cross section of the Pentax 25mm F4 from the Phoblographer, and it shows where all of the gaskets and weather sealing items are inside that particular lens. Now, a good definition from Canon can also be found at the Phoblographer. Chuck Westfall, advisor for technical information at Canon USA, states that, quote, Canon EF lenses that have been enhanced with countermeasures for dust and water resistance are typically equipped with rubber gaskets and seals at key points, end quote. Similarly, a definition from Pentax, John Carlson, senior marketing manager, says, quote, our weather-sealed lenses contain a silicon rubber material, which is inserted in between each externally exposed part to ensure it is properly sealed against moisture and dust, end quote. Now, what I find a particularly interesting note about weather sealing of lenses comes from Roger Ciala, owner of LensRentals.com. And he says, quote, I've never been very impressed by anyone's weather sealing. A rubber gasket at the lens mount, waterproof tape over the holes under the rubber, that's about it. I can see that it would tend to keep water droplets from working their way inside the lens, but I can't imagine them surviving a steady rain, water sealed or not. I haven't noted any difference in Canon, Nikon, or Olympus high-end lenses. End quote. All right, I'm going to take a break right here, and then I'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. What about flash units? Well, weather sealing doesn't end at just the camera body and lenses. Even external flash units can be weather sealed. The Canon Speedlight 600 EXRT, for example, has quite extensive weather sealing. 
It has a level of weather sealing that matches the moisture and dust resistance of the EOS 1DX camera bodies. An interesting development as of recently is that some pop-up flash units on DSLRs are now considered weather sealed. Historically, this has been a failure point of the weather sealing. But somehow, Pentax has been able to offer DSLRs that are weather sealed and also have pop-up flashes. But I do want to caution you. Weather sealing does not mean weatherproof. It is uncommon for manufacturers to guarantee any performance based on the sealing. If a camera notes that it is weather sealed, you can be more confident using that equipment in inclement weather, such as light rain or snow. Some models exhibit fantastic weather sealing and can be submerged in water for a time and still perform without issues. Other weather sealed models can fail even in a light spray of mist. So I would advise caution unless you are certain that the sealing is sufficient for in your conditions and even then a bit of common sense can go a long way. It was mentioned above, but I will mention it again here. If you use a non-weather sealed lens with a weather sealed body, you're risking a failure. The inverse is also true. Using a sealed lens on a non-weather sealed body can be troublesome. It is recommended to use a fully sealed kit, including body and lenses, when the conditions deem weather sealing a necessity. Connecting external adapters and cables can also compromise weather sealing. If you use, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the connection of a USB, HDMI, PC, or other connector can force the opening of a protective cover that would then expose the camera body to external forces. Another issue can be battery grips that typically require the opening of the battery door to insert them. Not all battery grips are weather sealed, and even those that are can negatively impact the weather sealing performance of the camera body itself. So what about cleaning and care? Another thing to keep in mind if you're shooting in bad weather is that you need to properly clean and dry your gear afterwards to prevent any future issues. A lot of photographers love to shoot on the beach for sunrise and sunset photos or to shoot water sports like skiing or jet skiing or even parasailing. If you are close to the water, there is always the possibility of water spray hitting your gear and salt water can be brutal on your equipment. There is also the probability that sand will get into things as well, especially if you're using a tripod. Once you get back home, you need to clean and dry all of your gear. To remove any moisture, I recommend using silica gel desiccant packs to draw all the moisture out of your gear. And you can find a link to those in the show notes. Use gallon-sized Ziploc bags, put your camera body in one and your lens in another with a desiccant pack and zip it shut and allow it several hours or overnight to dry. For your tripod, you're going to want to take the legs completely apart to clean them properly because once sand gets into those sections, it's only a matter of time before they get harder and harder to operate and then don't work at all. 
I know tearing your tripod legs apart can be daunting, but if you reach out to the manufacturer or search on YouTube, you can probably find a video on how to disassemble and reassemble your tripod to clean it and properly maintain it. So in conclusion, if you're asking if you should buy weather sealed lenses and camera bodies, my two cents are if you can afford it, absolutely. The camera bodies and lenses with weather sealing will cost you a little bit more, but offer some protection to your investment. Now, not all of my lenses have weather sealing, but all of my camera bodies do, and I do love to shoot in the rain. But I avoid shooting in massive downpours unless I have a waterproof bag over my camera and lens combo, or I use an umbrella. Now I know what you're thinking. An umbrella? How am I supposed to hold that and my camera gear? Well, if you look in the show notes, you'll find a link to an umbrella hat that I use, which will allow you to keep your hands free when shooting in the rain. The waterproof bag that's linked in the show notes is a model that covers your camera body and lens and even has sleeves so that you can work your gear more easily. Just remember, weather sealing is nice to have, but don't rely totally on it to protect your gear in bad weather. Use proper wet weather accessories to give yourself more peace of mind and clean and dry everything when you get back home so you won't have to send your camera or lenses in for repairs. Remember the old Ben Franklin quote, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. All right, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, I want to thank all of my listeners for listening to this episode 243 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to also remind you to check out Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out on social media and elsewhere, and be sure to hit the little bell icon so you can be notified when new content drops. And I will see you all again on Sunday for the latest news and rumors. Thank you.